Oh, uh, hello. <laughs> Talking about Zelda. Welcome to the in-between of season two and three. Thank you for all the new downloads and views on our YouTube and our podcast. We have definitely seen an uptick since season one, so we appreciate that. And if you are new here, we would love for you to go rate us on either Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I'll actually even just give you a minute. No, you don't even need, you can just pause right now and you can just, you can go and rate us. That'd be wonderful. I'm one of your hosts, Michael. And I am Larry. Like we said, we're going to be talking about 2023 and we're going to split this into two different parts. We picked out 12 games that are highly anticipated or a lot of people are talking about, and we're going to see what their open critic score is going to be. And you might wonder why we can do open critic versus Metacritic. Well, we do a fan uh, on, over at fantasycritic.com. We do a fantasy league every year with our family and our friends. Last year, I got second place. The lady beat me. It's very close, though. Three-point game. But so you can follow us there if you would like. Nerdum Battle Network. And you can kind of see how it works. Look into it. It's pretty fun if you should start your own. But this will, we're going off basically with the top 12 of those games. Yeah, and Mike is the one that's actually talking about this because I got like third to last or something. Like <laughs> yeah, there's eight people a terrible year. <laughs> it wasn't wasn't too good, and you have never won, sir. Rude. So we're gonna discuss those scores, and then the second half of this episode will be us discussing 2023 predictions about the consoles, each of the major three publisher, not publishers, develop, yeah, publishers, publishers, Nintendo, Microsoft, Sony. So let's just get right into it. Larry, we got to talk about the big boy. Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. We finally know the name. Is it going to review higher than Breath of the Wild? The original, is it going to be a commercial success? What is going on? So do you have off the top of your head there what the open critic was for Zelda Breath of the Wild? And the beauty of podcasting, I have the number for you. Larry, do you want to know what it is or you want to predict what it is first? I definitely want to predict. So if I remember correctly... It got like a 94, 95-ish, possibly even a little bit higher than that. I don't think this one's going to go quite as high. I think it could be just as good of a game, but it doesn't surprise everyone the way that the first one did. I'm going to say this one ends at like a 91. Okay, I think I agree with your sentiment. Because it's not new and it's not the launch of the Switch, I think that factored into... You know, people getting back into gaming. It's a new Zelda, and it, there's a bunch of bag not baggage is the wrong word. Hype would be the right <laughs> word. And I feel like now, yeah, it's not as new. Feels weird if I don't look at you. <laughs> I think it's going to be a better game, and I think it's almost probably going to sell more than the first one, which is almost asinine to say. But I, I think it's going to get a 95. So you think it's going to be 95, so yeah. when it's all settled. So here's my thing. I think it could actually be a better game and still only score like a 91. Because, again, my biggest issue was the weapon degradation. And I think the world just needed a little bit more kind of plotted around from here and there. It's, those are the only two fixes they need. They already have the engine. So I think I agree with you. I think it will actually be a better game. I just can't. What, what was the Metacritic or Open Critic? Open Critic is at 96, and I think think the metacritic was at 97 98 okay yeah that's insane that's incredible uh so you're saying it's only gonna go down by one correct okay well we'll see we'll have to keep track of these things gonna be somebody out there that's like it's not an innovation nine (laughs) or eight (laughs) and that's gonna drag it down but i feel like everybody else can be like this is amazing 
Okay. All right. So 91 for me, 95 from you. Both thinking it's going to be a success for Nintendo. Mm. Okay. Next up on our list here, we have this is going to be an interesting one. We have Starfield. <laughs> uh, so this one's a little strange. So I grabbed the from Metacritic because Open Critic only has the special edition. I feel like that's that's a little bit far removed. Doesn't really count. So it got a 96 originally when it first released. Are we talking Skyrim? Oh, yeah. Uh, 360, baby. Because I was going to say, we could probably also talk Fallout 4, because I feel like it's closer to that game. All right, what do you think Fallout 4 is? So I, I know Fallout 4 critically, people didn't hate it, but it wasn't obviously the success Skyrim was. I guess I, I'm going to say Fallout 4 ended up at like an 88. That's exactly right. Is it really? Oh, God, I'm good at this for once. Hmm. So the question is, is it closer to... Starf- this is a tricky one because Bethesda's in a weird spot. This is their mainline team. They need this to be a success. It got delayed, I would assume, because they saw that it needed more polish and things like that. Are they trying to do too much with this one? That's the big question. It's always the question with these type of games. You, know, you get nervous when you hear there's a thousand planets. Okay, all right. So, what, 25 of them are going to be fully fleshed out? And then <laughs> that might even be a tall ask. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Uh, I'm going to say Fallout, or Fallout, Starfield ends up at an 89. Mm. So I think it's going to end up being a success. I'm saying 88. Oh, so basically it does what Fallout yep. 4 did. I think so. I think they'll be a little too ambitious in some parts. Now, I don't know how what success is because they don't really release numbers anymore for Xbox because it's more about Game Pass, but mm. I feel like this is going to be the talk of the town. Agreed. As long as it comes out. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. We don't have a release date as of time of recording. Okay. Well, I guess then let's just stay in the uh, Bethesda grouping here. Redfall. Uh, so Arcane. They did Deathloop, and I know that was a very controversial game. <laughs> some people loved it. Some people hated it. It did win Game of the Year, right? No, Which- I don't remember. Okay. No. It wasn't It Takes Two. Maybe it was It Takes yeah, Two. Yeah. It got nominated for Game of the Year. That's what it was. There you go. Yeah. Controversial game. Uh, here's the thing. I'm actually, for whatever reason, I'm more confident that Redfall is going to be a fun experience than Starfield. Starfield just has literally the weight of the world on its sh- shoulders right now. I think, but then again, Redfall, I don't know if he's going to achieve the heights and the highs of like a higher score. Redfall feels like a safe like 84 is where I'm going to throw at it. So Arcane has only done single-player content. Yes, this is their the first foray into multiplayer. That's where I'm. the trepidation starting to set in a little bit for me. Deathloop is sitting at an 88. Oh, really? Really good. But I'm saying this is going to be an 81. 81's pretty safe. I- I'm going to stick with 84. I have confidence in them. I think everything they've shown looks just fun. And I, I-, I think you can get away with having a poor story in bits here and there, as long as the game's just fun for people. Agreed, yeah. So I'll stick with 84. I hope to be proven wrong, because I want it to be a lot better. But, mm. I mean, 81's a great score, but I want it to be them high <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right, well, so then this is the first one for you that I think will be fascinating. Fire Emblem Engage. You're actually doing your quest along for this right now. Yes. For Three Houses, that is. Three Houses did pretty well. Three Houses did very well. 89. Okay, I was going to guess 87, so 89, huh? Okay. So Fire Emblem Engage. Here's the thing. We all, I mean, we don't all know. I had issues <laughs> with Three Houses. I thought the battle system was amazing. I just thought there was too much plotting around. 
outside of the battle system that that was my concern. I don't know if that was a worldwide held concern or not. <laughs> it obviously still scored really, really well. I think it's divisive, yeah. My hunch is they're going to perfect this system. The battling will be better and more complex. They obviously have enough of a storyline to keep it going. I don't know what happens at the end of Three Houses, so I, I don't know where this is I going. Don't, I don't think it's... I think they're separate. Oh, they are? Yeah. Okay. So you don't technically have to have played Three Houses. Do Correct. You? Okay. I'm going to say... Man, he... I got Marth. I got the Smash Bros. guy in there. And that's a whole other fan base. 89. That's a tough score to top. I'm. You know what? It's Nintendo. I, for some reason, I'm feeling 2023 is a big year for Nintendo. I'm going to say this game hits a 90. Wow. I mean, yeah, I mean, it could. It Graphically, it looks way better than three hours. Or maybe not way better, but there's some clean cleanliness to it, I would say. Just like crisp. But... Uh, so well, this is a tricky one because you're playing three houses as we speak. Yes, and story-wise, it looks like you're summoning a bunch of different people from past Fire Emblem games. I don't know if that's what people want. I mean, it sounds like a good it's a nostalgia dump. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, mm, well, maybe I have no history with this series, but I'm going 87. Ooh, okay. I feel like it's still going to be an amazing game, but there's something that's going to happen that's going to draw it back, and I have no <laughs> idea what it is. <laughs> so I think. Oddly enough, so far, maybe it's because of the games we started with, I've been a little more optimistic. Well, I think we're two and two. Yeah. So the next one, uh, let me tell you, I don't have much to say about this one. And I understand this is a beloved game, but Resident Evil 4 Remake. I loved Resident Evil 4. I, for whatever reason, I don't know what it is about remakes. I have no incentive whatsoever to go back and play it again. So... I don't know what to think about this one. I know Resident Evil 4 was a darling. It did unbelievably well. My guess is it was like a 91? 96. Oh, wow. Even way better yeah. than that. Okay. Uh, I can in no way imagine that it gets a 96 again in today's day and age, especially if they keep a lot of the mechanics. I mean, granted, a lot of that was what people loved about it. It had newer, better mechanics for Resident Evil. And they're Evil. definitely keeping it, but they're making it you know more modern, just like Resident Evil 2. That one scored really well. I'm going to say this is an 88. Hmm. Uh, no, 86. We're down. I'm going to go the opposite way and say it's a 92. I think this one, I think they're going to knock it out of the park. And they really have to. Is it funny to say they knock it out of the park and it still gets four less than the original? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in today's day and age, there's more reviewers. So it's harder to get a higher score, I, I believe. And people are just so finicky nowadays <laughs> the resident evil community also is kind of finicky but i don't know if those are the people that are reviewing this you, game you I know what though in fairness that could actually be one of this game's advantages right because resident evil has gone an interesting route over the last couple titles outside of the two remake this could be a refreshing you know you know what? i'm gonna go back to my 80 what i say 88 i'm gonna say 88 right. you kind of convinced me a little bit so we'll <laughs> go up welcome. two points <laughs> Okay, uh, next up here, this is one that, I mean, I enjoyed the heck out of the original. So, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. This was another game, if I was actually paying attention, we just talked about this on our season wrap-up, well, a couple months ago. For us, you guys just heard it. It Was this, I can't, this game is somewhere between an 87 and an 89, I just don't remember. No, it was a, I think it was a 79 on Metacritic, if oh I remember correctly, goodness. and it's an 83 on Open Critic. What game am I mistaking it for, then? <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. Okay. So here's the thing. If they just clean up a little bit of the 
running around the maps and kind of just give us one or two better moments in the story, it's really hard for them to completely botch this one. I feel like their budget's there. They knew the first one's success. They got information to find out what people liked and disliked. So my guess is this ends up being like an 86 to 87. Ooh, that's pretty high. That's pretty high. I mean, people consider Star Wars Fallen Order. Jedi, is that right? Yeah, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. To be like one of the better Star Wars games ever. That's strange because it's got a low... Or not, it's not a low rating, but it's low for that claim, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't... So if it launches like it did where, you know, it's kind of buggy, I feel like that's what brought a lot of reviews down. I like to believe that developers change, but Respawn has a really good track record. I still feel like it's going to come out not totally finished. So I'm going to say 82. I mean, okay, so we're, I said 86, 87, somewhere in there. So we're four points apart. I would say you're probably doing the safer bet. I feel like they're going to do a pretty big jump. We'll we'll end up seeing what happens, but uh, again, I hope it does great. Yeah. Uh, To me, as long as it just, they can continue to implement what they did in the first one, just increase everything just a little bit i think you have another winner on okay to me this is probably the most controversial one on our list so you tell me we don't have anything to really look back on with this but hogwarts legacy Harry where Potter. where in the world do we think this game's gonna score like what's the range so because my daughter is dying to play this game so what i've seen it looks great but i've also seen there's so many things going on in this game. I feel like it's going to have that Starfield effect. And I haven't played many of Avalanche's games, but they, they're they not games that you think about ex- uh, excellent quality. So that, I don't know. And I've, <laughs> obviously with the politics of everything going on with this game. That's my biggest fear. Yeah. And, and I'm not trying to put in a penny one way or the other, but that will sway it, some people. Yeah, I think it will. I'm going with a flat 80 Here's the thing. I want, from what I've seen between like the way that you can take care of the pets, the way that you can play around with That's your thing, you can go on a broom, pets, collect. Yeah, like, there's a lot going like, on. My daughter, this is going to be a hundred out of a hundred to her. She is so absolutely excited for this game. I have a hunch it could be a little clunky in lots of different areas. I'm a little nervous on what they're going to do with the story. I'm going to say this ends up. This could be. I'm really wrong. I think this is going to be like a 78. Watch. It's gonna. This is going to get like a 90, <laughs> which would be awesome, by the way. Yeah, we'll see. But I don't. Yeah, I feel like this is going to be a miss, unfortunately. Even though an 80 is not a miss in my book. I've played plenty of 67s in our season one and two, and <laughs> up that I've really enjoyed. So whatever. All right. Now that my list closed out on me, we'll go back to this here. Another one that. I mean, I'm assuming it's coming out in 2023 because we saw it at the Xbox showcase and they said everything that they showed us, it would show up in the next year. And that was in June of 2022. And that is Hollow Knight Silk Song. What do we think? First of all, is it actually going to come out? And then the first one, again, this is another darling. There is such a diehard fan base to this game. 90. It got a 90, right? Okay. I feel like this, this one will fall somewhere i don't know why i'm starting to do ranges all of a sudden midway through (laughs) i think this is going to be like in 89 to 91 like it falls right in that same period i think it's going to hit the same high notes they've taken enough time where they're really 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 
working on this game. Team Cherry are an interesting group of uh, developers there. They're very quiet, and I think they've been working hard on it. Yeah, so Hollow Knight came out in 2017, same year as Breath of the Wild, and I think I'm going to have the same analogy with that. It's not The art style is no longer new. Mm. I feel like it's probably going to be a better game, but it's mm. not going to review as high again. So I think, I think this is going to be an 88. Okay. Oh, okay. I mean... <laughs> From a 90 to an 88, that's not too bad. So, All right, Mike. This is an interesting one for you. Final Fantasy 16. <laughs> yeah. This is another one. I feel like and maybe I'm reading into the critical reception wrong, but it feels like this game's got a lot of people excited. A lot of people are talking about it. It's shown very well in trailers so far. It has. Final Fantasy 15 looked great in trailers too, and that only got an 81. I will say though, there was always something weird about Final Fantasy Fifteen. Yeah, like, that's true. Even in the trailers, there was always like a moment or two where you were like, "What's going on here?" Where in Final Fantasy Sixteen, it's been just nothing but serious toned, just that's big, otherworldly. Like they feel like they're going with an interesting route. They got the Final Fantasy Fourteen lead developer working on it, which is huge. That <laughs> launched in a bad spot, but yeah, and they turned that around. <laughs> what was the last high-scoring Final Fantasy? You're like. Well, here. Uh, probably oh, 12. Okay. Well, we'll do. Okay. So Final Fantasy 15, my hunt. What would that end up? Like a 75? I said 81. Oh, you did see? I told you. I only listened to you 50% of the time. <laughs> it's, it's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> An 80, so that's actually, uh, that's funny, right? Because like that game, not a lot of people talk well about it. And 81 is a good score. <laughs> yeah. I'd rank it higher than that. I, I don't know why. I'm going to say this. This game feels like a 90. I'm just going to say, just flat out, it's going to get a 90 Metacritic score. Nah, I'm going to say the exact same thing. This is a 90. Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling I'm feeling the hype, as you know from the YouTube <laughs> video <laughs> upcoming RPG. This is my second favorite. All right. And last one. So, so far, by the way, based on our predictions and our scores, it sounds like Zelda is in the running for game of the year, which is not a shocking thing. <laughs> well, so is, Final <laughs> so is Final Fantasy, and we still got two more. No, three more. Three more. So let's start with Dead Space Remake. What are you feeling? Hmm. You know, in a weird way, I feel like because Callisto Protocol didn't end up like hitting the highs that a lot of people were wanting from this game, that I think there might be an increase for a hunger in Dead Space again. That's not me saying it's going to suddenly do like, you know, 90. I don't even, the first one, what, 85? 89. Man, I'm just really, okay. So if you started in 89... Um, Metacritic. The Metacritic, yeah. Because OpenCritic is a newer website. I, I'm going to say, I think maybe because there's... I think we need to see some innovation here. There's going to be a lot of people that nostalgia will kick in. They'll love this. It's going to look eerie. Great. I bet you it gets like an 87. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the thing with remakes, you just never know. Like with Resident Evil 2, they changed it up so much, it was almost like you were playing a new game. I mean, you basically were, but still in the essence of Resident Evil 2. Hmm. Dead Space Remake looks more of a one-to-one, -one, just really pretty, dated and modern. I don't think those do as well nowadays, for some reason. Is it absurd to say that if Callisto Protocol would have knocked it out of the park and everyone's excited, they would have been like, okay, going back to Dead Space, we now know what we want in the future of these games, and that is Callisto, but because it didn't do well? Yeah, I could, I could see it going both ways, because it didn't do well, maybe people are more hesitant now too. I don't know if reviewers work like that in a vacuum, I don't know how that works. I'm going with an 84. Okay. All right. So I'm more optimistic about you <laughs> than you actually. I just feel like for some reason remakes nowadays do not 
score as high as the originals, even if everything is better about it. Okay. That's how it works. I don't know. All right. Marvel's Spider-Man 2. Okay. So this is a game I remember swinging around in the first one for a little while. My daughter played for a little bit, but this game, I'm just, I'm not a Spider-Man fan, so it's kind of hard for me to predict. I'm assuming the Metacritic was like a, I know it did really, really well. Uh, Like an 89? 88. 88? Okay. Well, open crew. Okay, whatever. Uh, I would say Spider-Man in general is, it's such a loved franchise. This one looks great. Uh, It's, but again, I think maybe the wow factor from the first one may be starting to come down a little bit. I'm going to, this feels like maybe it ends up at like an 80. See, all Sony first party do so well on just their review scores usually. But I'm going to say like an 84 is where it ends up. That low, huh? I'm just doing one simple fact. It's going to get a 90 because Venom's in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The Venom pushes it over, huh? So maybe that's going to be... It'll be curious to see which one we're the but most you know, wrong Spider-Man about. 3, the movie had Venom, and that didn't do well. So. <laughs> that was a wait. That's Tom Hardy, right? No. Uh, before that. Oh, before. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Maguire, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Again, I'm not... I like Spider-Man. I like the movies. I like Did you beat the, the first comics. one? Yeah, I beat the first one. Did I you? Miles Morales too. They didn't really hit for me for some reason. I okay. don't know why. I just wasn't into it. I liked the swinging around mechanics and all that, but it just didn't have that lasting appeal for me. Okay. Lasting effect, something like that. Just didn't put me in a trance that I wanted more Spider-Man, so I don't even know if I'm going to pick this up day one, but if reviews come out at 90, maybe I will. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of lasting appeal, Diablo 4, where are we at? Diablo 3, I remember. Okay, so here's the interesting thing. Did Diablo 3 get pegged down a lot because of the auction house at the very beginning? So PC was sitting at an 88. I didn't even, I'm Metacritic and then, didn't even let me guess. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and the one we have on Open Critic is the Ultimate Evil Edition, Diablo 3. That's an 89. Okay, so for me, I think this game can pretty easily hit an 89 as long as the in game monetization is under control. Diablo Immortal, for good reason, probably has scared quite a few different people. I think they learn from that, I'm hoping. I mean, learn is because they're still making a lot of money. So <laughs> we'll see. Uh, this game seems like it has all the makings. It's almost like a, a perfect blend between... It's like Diablo 2.5 in a weird way. Because it's it's got the theme and tone of 2. It's not as crazy and fast as 3, but it's not as slow and plotting as 2. It's like right in the middle. And for me, thematically... The fact that they moved away from Diablo, I think, is going to be refreshing for this series. This feels like, to me, this isn't a game of the year contender for me. I don't know if it can do better than Zelda, but I'm going to say this ends up at about like a 92. That high? Wow. Okay. Uh, See, I don't know where to go with this one. I think it looks amazing, uh, but (sighs) I know reviews aren't done in a vacuum for the most part, so they're not going to compare this to Zelda or anything like that. Man, it's just going to be a wild year. We have Diablo, Final Fantasy, and <laughs> Zelda. <laughs> well, well, you think about this, though, too. A game like Diablo for a diehard fan like me, the reviewers aren't really going... Mainstream reviewers aren't going to touch on when the true Diablo experience starts. And that's after you beat the game. For you. For, for a lot of the diehards. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's why seasons are so popular. Yeah, I, I feel like some of the controversy is going to leak into this one for reviews Mm. i want it to do i think it's gonna do an 85 85 okay but that's the crazy thing right like 
Maybe because the expectations are higher. 85 is still a fantastic score oh, yeah, for a video absolutely. game. Absolutely. But you can tell that there are some games that probably should do better. So I'm hoping I'm right on this one. Yeah, me too. Uh, see I mean, I'm playing this game hands down. I'm super excited about it. But. Okay. All right. And with that, I know there's definitely other mainline games that are releasing. Absolutely. Next year is looking ridiculous. <laughs> it's insane. But we are going to move on because we could be talking about that forever. Our second half. We got some fun little questions, predictions we're going to work on here. So for the first one that we had drummed up is we've heard the rumors forever now. Switch Pro. Does it finally happen? You don't think so? Nope. What if, like, is there a justification? What if it's like a Switch OLED with like... What is the what does a pro mean? Pro, I assume, in the rumor sphere of everything is better graphics. Either what's the thing that upscaling that you can do to 4K? I can't mm-hmm. remember the term right off the top of my head. That a better battery life, better screen. So it'd be yeah, you take the OLED screen, bigger battery, either via when you're docked, or you know they've upgraded the technology enough that the, it's going to run better. I think they go to Switch too. Whether that's Super Switch or Switch U, it's going to be the next gen. Okay, so but do you think that's happening then? Yeah, not next year though. Okay. <laughs> okay, so here's my thing. I can't decide between, because like the Switch OLED was like a perfect update for them because it didn't make people who didn't have the OLED feel inferior. Like suddenly their games weren't able to play nearly as well as the OLED did. But the OLED was a big enough upgrade for the handheld users that they got people to buy it. I think it ended up being a genius marketing scheme from Nintendo. My thing is, is usually where there's smoke, there's fire. There's been people talking about a new Switch forever. I, there's a part of me that wonders if... I think it got scrapped. Because, you think so? Because of the chip shortage and... Definitely I, possible. That's Yeah, everything like that. I feel, And I also, they probably looked at price point of inflation and all that going up. And I feel like there's like you know what? It's not worth it at this point. One, the Switches are still selling like gangbusters. The software selling, why would you disrupt that ecosystem right now? So then I guess then my only, the only argument that you could think of is then what did they use as the system seller for the Switch 2? If your Zelda, your big boy is releasing this year, do you do an up Zelda then? And then I think bank they do. on like Mario and Metroid 4 and stuff like that. Yeah, maybe Metroid 4. Uh, so but I, Metroid 4 doesn't have the... I mean, it's a popular game. It doesn't have the appeal no, that a Zelda has. No, it doesn't. Uh, I feel like the you can just <laughs> release Tears of the Kingdom again, you know, running a little bit better. Because I, I assume it's going to be backwards compatible, though. So I don't know if that factors in. Mm. But you have to at this point. With the install base, you want all those people coming with you. Okay, so... The literal only, and I actually, I hadn't even thought about this. I don't know why I didn't, but the chip shortage thing and them just scrapping it completely makes sense. The only reason I'm saying no, even though it feels like there's something coming based on how many people, I I can't tell if it's inside information or they just want it, (laughs) but because, you know, the switch is in a weird spot, but here's the thing. We look at the sales numbers. That's the only reason I think Nintendo can absolutely hold off. And then like you said, maybe next spring. Not this spring. Next spring, come up with Switch 2 and say, hey, that Zelda Tears of the Kingdom game for the other, you know, half of the world that didn't buy it, here it looks even better. <laughs> <laughs> it'll it'll run better. Your cartridge will get an up. Kind of like the PS4 games load faster on PS5. Yeah. They'll do some weird thing like that. <laughs> but I, I will say this. For anyone who wants to say yes to this and they just say, well, why? And you say, because Zelda. I also understand <laughs> yeah. that reasoning for why there could potentially be a Switch Pro. 
but so, I'm going to say no. And do you think Switch 2 is on the horizon? Yeah. Whatever the next successor is? They have to be very careful with that. See, I, I think what... I don't want them to abandon... I don't think they're going to abandon the portable hybrid thing. That seems to... Especially now that they stopped doing a DS line. Hmm. They always have a gimmick. <laughs> and uh, They want to innovate, and I feel like that's always what they want to do. I really want them just to make a more powerful, better Switch. <laughs> See, all I really I really don't think they ever need to go away from the Switch again without <laughs> it's selling, because the Nintendo franchises are so unique. Here's the thing, though. We already know... Is, is it possible? Is there room in, like, let's say a game like Pokemon, right? Who is your largest franchise? It sells gangbusters. Could you would just imagine, we keep saying this, and they never get there, give them, the Zelda developers, what they did with that world and just throw a whole bunch of Pokemon all over it? Yeah, because everybody, you know, ever since, not everybody, I don't want a blanket statement. A lot of people are like, obviously the Switch needs an upgrade because of Scarlet Violet. I was like, no. Look at Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Look at Breath of the Wild. You can do big open worlds well on this hardware. It's it's the development mm. inside. They're a little stressed, I feel like. They're trying to churn everything out too quickly. And perhaps maybe the only argument is maybe if you want a game at 60 FPS. Yeah. And here's the thing. I've always thought about this. I'm not playing Nintendo games for the best graphics. I think the art styles are phenomenal that they're choosing. Like, Breath of the Wild's always going to look good. It's just a thing that's going to happen. I mean, Zelda is arguably one of the better looking games artistically that we've seen in a long time. Agreed. And you know also doesn't care about frame rates and all that? All the kids that are playing these Nintendo games. 100%. I was just literally telling you the other day about how my daughter, she got Pokemon Violet for Christmas and absolutely thinks it's the most beautiful thing she's ever seen. I'm watching it. It is struggling. <laughs> yes, it it's, does. It's a, it's a rough game. I was but, over there. Yeah, it was yeah. A, little, a little rough. Kids don't care. Exactly. And, you know, the people that are so worried about, you know, the best frame rate, whatever, they're playing on PC. Exactly. You know what I mean? 100%. So they don't, they don't even care about the Switch. They want their... And if they're going to get a Switch, they're going to pick up the staples, the Marios, the Zeldas, Animal Crossing, whatever. And the people that are using it for their one machine probably don't care that it drops some frames here and there. Exactly. But speaking of the people who care about FPS and all that stuff who are not on PC, but they're on the Xbox and PlayStation side, are either of them dropping new hardware outside of PSVR 2? Before we get to that, did you no. okay. have a release date in mind for Switch 2 or a Switch Pro? Are you scrapping Switch Pro? Yeah. Here's the thing. I could see it happening, but I'm going to say no. I just don't think it makes any sense. Because yeah. you alienate such a large user base. Why not just wait and give them all time? Unless you think... I mean, you could say that's alienating everybody by getting a brand new system. Yeah, that's a good point, too. But it's, been, it's 2017. Yeah. So... We're, t we're at five years going on. Eh, maybe it is still a little early. <laughs> but is it kind of an underpowered system though, right? Yeah. If you want to keep maybe, the third-party support, which I, obviously they want to, unless they move towards more of the cloud gaming, which I don't want to see. It's good. People that use it, awesome, cool. Do what you got to do, but that's not what I want. I will say this. I think because of everything that's been going on in this world, I think holiday 2024 is when I think would be a great time for them to do it. Get... Or spring what? 2024. Switch 2. Like, they actually officially switch over. Yep, I think it's going to be... <laughs> Plan words. <laughs> it's going to be spring 2024 or 25. I, I'm leaning towards 24, but I can see them pushing it back to 25. Okay. 
All right, so we're both a little shy on the hardware on the Nintendo side. Like, so we'll go back to what I just brought up. Xbox, PlayStation. You see any hard? Obviously, we know PSVR 2 is coming. Anything else? Do you see Pro this 2023? I don't see a Pro. I could maybe see a Slim. Slim? Okay. Because I've heard that. So the two that I think I'm wondering about, is I think it's possible we see this. There's been this rumored streaming thing from Xbox for yeah, so, a while now. So I'm curious about that because of it now Game Pass now being on Samsung TVs. Do you wait a bit? Well, that's my thing, though. I don't. I wonder how long that is. It only a year. No idea. Because if it's longer than that, maybe the streaming stick makes sense now until people's. Because also here's the thing, right? Like let's say someone already has a nice TV, they want access to Game Pass but don't want to buy. Yeah, let's say you got a streaming stick that's like a uh, hundred to hundred and fifty. Even forty nine nine nine. I mean that that would be awesome. But I'm I'm looking. I, I well, yeah. I mean maybe we'll see. We'll kind of see what the quality is. I guess you got to decide somewhere between the Roku. Google and then obviously Apple has a little bit more expensive one, but somewhere in those areas, I guess they'll probably be more on the stick side, right? So yeah, maybe it is like a forty. To Do you 70. see that coming? It feels like it's coming this year. I think so. Uh, I don't think it was an accident that Spencer in one of those meetings kind of had it sitting there. That doesn't seem like something. I you mean, just, that could be just a prototype. We it, don't know. Yeah, but again, it was put there for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> so my thing is this: I think. What you will see this year is I, I have heard murmurings about the Sony, the PlayStation Slim. Maybe holiday. So Sony's in a weird spot because they already increased the prices of PS5 in a lot of cut. You put out a Slim to make it maybe a little bit smaller, but it's still going to have the same internals. Maybe they've, maybe they've gotten a little bit more efficient in the, since 2020. I think, I think that's the part that confuses me, though, because like until we know that everyone who wants to buy our, these new consoles or consoles why add another skew i don't think a slim will confuse people well no no, not necessarily about the confusing i'm just talking about making sure everyone is getting what they want i mean they can't keep them in stock so i mean that that's where i'm a little confused if they're trying to do a workaround to get the chips here faster or whatever they're going to do give order more in bulk <laughs> i would a slim makes sense from it's not going to weigh as much. Maybe it's cheaper to get over here. It's been, you know, two, almost three years since it came out. So maybe this is a good time to do that. The only thing, <laughs> PlayStation is in the spot where now they are making the best games, right? It is top tier, graphics, everything, frame rate. I can't see them coming out with a cheaper system. <laughs> I feel like it's like a hubris thing. Like they will be like, no. We can't do what Xbox is doing with the Series S. They should do a Series S-like machine. They have the digital-only one. It's not cheap enough. Well, so then what about a slim version that literally has the exact same power as the PS5? Why not That's just do the that? only one I could see maybe doing that, it. And the only reason they would do that is because they're having trouble selling PS5s or trouble keeping up with demand. But I don't know if a slim helps that. Usually when I think no. of slim... <laughs> if it has the same parts, maybe... That's what I'm saying. Maybe it's yeah. smaller, and maybe mm-hmm. they've found a cheaper part that matches the same specs. I don't know. I'm not into the tech industry. Yeah. But do they? Does the slim usually comes out, you know, mid through the generation, or used to at least before the pro thing through all that chaos of last generation? Those are usually cheaper, and I just don't see them making a cheaper system when yeah. they just raise prices and it, inflation's happening. Well, and that's kind of my thing, right? I feel like both well, Sony inflation's always happening. Yeah, inflation's <laughs> rising. <laughs> 
Sony and Microsoft both, they got, they're trying to one up each other and be the first one that comes out with something potentially to kind of get some of the market. The thing is, is I feel like until you start seeing demand dwindle, it feels weird to just be like, okay, well, hey, we're still in high demand, so let's release something else. I say same thing with the switch, right? Yeah, yeah, right I know. <laughs> get all the money you can from people, and then entice them to want to upgrade. Because like someone like me, you're putting someone like me in a weird spot. I have a Series S. I freaking love that machine, but there's a part of me that's like, I'd like to, you know, get on the X, get a little bit better frame rate, get 4K instead of 1440p from time to time on some of the higher end level games, and. If you, I'm willing to hold out right now. And if you drop a pro, mm, I might jump then. And so. Now, if they drop a pro, is it a pro S or is it a pro X or is it two again? Series yeah, that's interesting, S2, huh? series X2. No, no, no. I, I think you just have three tiers then. I think you have your, your stream baby, which is the series S that just works for everybody. The game pass machine, basically you have, which then would also be really weird <laughs> for the streaming stick what does that do to the series s or does the streaming stick yeah. just die yeah uh, they're in a weird position so my thing with xbox i don't think they have anything new coming out i've confused myself yeah i think all they have is just the stick possibly i don't even think that i don't even know if that makes sense though yeah i, I mean eventually i'm gonna say cool. i'm gonna you know what i'm gonna say there is a stick that comes out though there's enough people who would just be willing to get that because it's not anything extra they have to put on their shelf parents would love to just buy this simple thing their kids can go and play their easy games that's, good. that's good who it's go. for i think it's for the people it's like the roblox machine yeah <laughs> people don't want if the, the what is a streaming stick for it's for the people that don't want a console but they also game from time to time they all they have to do is get a controller are they going to pair it with a controller like 100 percent. yeah be, there's, there's so many questions i have actually yeah that's true they got to make so it my thing is for this year for them i think this is going to be their year for software and they need to deliver on all the games. Well, that they're well but, but hold on, yeah, don't talk about that quite yet because we're gonna get to that. We're gonna rank who we think is gonna have the best years. Well, I'm saying so. I think all their focus is not on R and D new. I mean, they're probably always R and D, right? But I think their focus is on games this year and no hardware. So just like in 2022. Yeah. <laughs> I want Xbox to succeed, but I'm just saying <laughs> we've been waiting for that for a while now. But I think this is the year they start firing all cylinders. I mean, we've been saying that for two years now, but this is the year. Okay. All right. So just to clarify then, I think there is a streaming stick. I don't know how in favor I am of it. I'm not the market. Maybe they see something that there's a lot of people who would want it. PlayStation Slim, do you think it happens? I'm going to say no. Yeah, I'm going to go with no, too. I, I was there's going to be no new stuff next year. Okay. Or this year. This year, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, moving on. This is a tricky one. So you got to do some thinking here. Highest rated first party game on each of the big threes. You got to pick one game that releases in 2023 that will be the highest scoring game for each for both Nintendo, Xbox, and Sony. Let's start with Nintendo. That's easy. Press the lock. Do, do we think like, I mean, is there like an obscure? Yeah, it's, it's got to be Zelda. It's got to be Zelda. <laughs> yeah, <it's> Zelda. <laughs> I think they're pretty easy. Uh, okay. Sony. So. I put myself in a pickle because I said Final Fantasy 16 is going to get a 90, and I also said Spider-Man's getting Sony exclusives. So, Final Fantasy 16 is going to be their highest. Okay. Somebody it, out there is going to give it a 91. All right, and then just saying that's okay, and just saying that's clearly not a first party. They own the rights to it at least <laughs> a year. Who knows how long? Okay, all right. Rights, so whatever. Well, because my thinking, my, my thinking would be 
Final Fantasy 16 or the... I, I keep wanting to say Final Fantasy 7 Afterbirth, and I don't know why. Oh, Rebirth? <laughs> Rebirth. Do you th- I mean, do you think I don't think it's coming out. That's why. You don't think so? Okay. I put in my R- um, up I put it in my upcoming RPGs list on the YouTube channel. Go check that out. Subscribe. That'd be great. But I think that's getting pushed. Cuz that says winter of 2022. That's an easy just bloop. 2023. Yep. Yeah, yep, yep. It says 23. <laughs> what about The Last bloop. of Us multiplayer game? Oh. Cuz for some reason, I forgot about that. For some reason, <laughs> I feel like that might be the first real big chance that Sony gets it themselves a pretty dynamite multiplayer. I think so, but they're going to mess it up by 60 or 70 bucks. Oh, okay. So I think it's going to be... All right. No, it's not going to be... It's Here's gonna the not, thing. It's going to be under 90. For my interest, I feel like Final Fantasy 16 is probably the the best hope there, but I feel like Spider-Man 2. What about Wolverine? Is that coming out next year? No. Okay. I'm going to say Spider-Man 2. All right. I'm saying Final Fantasy 16. All right. The battle begins. Xbox. You want to say Starfield, don't you? <laughs> Here's the thing, right? There's there's a lot of potential. Like, if Hellblade decides to show up, that feels like it could probably be a pretty Does safe Hollow pick. Knight Silksong count? No. No, 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 no. It's not first party. I kind of feel like there's Replaced that I really like. I yeah, think. that's a good one. Now, here's the thing. I liked a lot of indie games that I was very, very excited for in 2022. <laughs> all got delayed. Well, no, they didn't even necessarily get it delayed. They all ended up not being great. <laughs> oh, gotcha. <laughs> like, I had a lot of that, and so... But Replaced looks special. I mean, Stalker 2? I yeah, don't see that they, one actually Exactly. Coming. We'll see. Uh, Sorry to burst your top 10 game pass, but I don't <laughs> see that one coming. I know. There's a couple that are a little tricky there. I'm going Starfield. I'm going all in. The 88 is going to be the highest game. Unless there's a Forza game, and that'll get like a 91. Well, the Horizon. Is that coming out this year? Yeah, it comes out in April, I think. It, what? Yeah, Forza Horizon. Motorsport or Horizon? Oh, sorry. Motorsport. Excuse me. There's a Forza Motorsport that comes out. Yep. Those usually yeah, do pretty Horizons good. Horizons are different, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. No, I'm going Starfield. I feel like Motorsport's been gone too long. I think it's literally been since like 2017 or 2019. Okay. Uh, Those are two very different years. But <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say replaced. I think replaced gets like a, I hope it's like a 92, 91. I think it's gonna do you really are, good. Yeah, you. Which means it's gonna get like 75. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> All right, and now it comes down. Well, here you know what I'm gonna leave this one last. Let's do. Let's add another prediction. Are there gonna be any big buyouts this year? Anyone gonna get purchased? Any big acquisitions? Any big changes? I can't think of any off the top of my head. I've seen this chatter so many times. You're going to bring up Square Enix? Yeah. Everybody wants Sony to buy Square Enix, and this is what I'm going to pitch to you. In a Sony-run and funded world for Square Enix, are you going to get Diofield Chronicles? Are you going to get Triangle Strategy? You're not going to get those type of games. They're going to put all their money are we gonna get an octopath traveler anymore yeah that's fair that is very very fair they want games like final fantasy 16 which i'm super excited about don't get me wrong but i love the diversity of square enix right now they're just throwing everything at the wall and it's great i don't think if sunny if sunny if sony had access to all that money and they had to direct i don't know how much of a hands-on approach they would do i know they let teams develop their own games and kind of you know throw things against the wall see what sticks but i don't see them funding all those smaller games okay yeah so that's my thing just don't buy square enix please 
So here's my thing, right? Let's just put the big one out of the way. So if the Activision Blizzard deal actually does go through, right? I don't, I feel like maybe the Microsoft lays off and just they're like, they're fine. If it doesn't go through, I think we might see a very angry Microsoft. (laughs) And I think we might see a Microsoft throwing a lot of money at some publishers people don't want them touching. So I'm just, I'm not going to make any predictions there, but I mean, there would be some interesting happenings if this deal doesn't go through. So again, I'm not in favor of acquisitions. That's just, I think it would be great if everyone could play everything. That being said, Activision Blizzard was in a weird spot. Microsoft, they got to prove to me (laughs) that they can run this many studios. That's a lot. We'll see what happens here, but... Yeah, Square Enix. Haven't had a good track record yet. Square Enix would be an interesting one. I've heard some rumors here and there that Microsoft might be interested in IO. I know we just found out they went independent, but that would be an interesting one if the Activision thing doesn't happen. We didn't discussion. We had that discussion. Well, I just found out. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, okay. Yeah, so I think we hopefully are in for a acquisition light year. Don't buy from software, anybody. Keep let them do their thing. That's that. That would be another worryful one. I wouldn't want to see that. But oh well. Anyways, okay, and then wrapping up, unless you have anything else here. No, that's good. There's a third part. Ah, psych. Well, no, no, well, it's just rank it now. Who oh, has never the be- mind. <laughs> you psyched yourself. There, there's a third part coming, though. Who, well, just who has the best year? Sony, Nintendo, Microsoft. Microsoft. You think so? I'm feeling the green machine. Here, here, here's the thing. I think they have the potential to have the best year. I think Nintendo's the safest bet. Just because of Zelda? I mean, Zelda's a pretty... <laughs> but you I have, guess there's one game... We, well, we haven't talked Advance Wars. Is that coming? It's gotta. Right? It's been ready. They just delayed it cause, yeah, for yeah. good reason, yeah. but they delayed it. I think it's time to finally release it. You have the... So, um, in my head, does one to two games make you... Eyes, but you I Fire Emblem? PS5, last year, Horizon... Gran Turismo 7, and there's probably another game like Seafood. Stray and Sifu, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Sony actually has a surprising amount of stuff releasing this year, too. But yeah. You're, yeah, I, yeah, I see yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. If, if everything comes out that's supposed to for Microsoft, and they all do decent, it's their year to win. I would agree with you. If they hit it out of the park, they have to actually <laughs> make it happen. Yeah. So Redfall I- has to release. Starfield has to release. Uh, you have to make sure that racing game, I'm not into racing games, but it needs to hit. Motorsport? Re- yeah, thank you. <laughs> Replace needs to come out. Monster Hunter Rise needs to be a good port. GoldenEye, I mean, there's so many potential games. Cocoon, I'm, is that, is that, I'm biased. Oh, it's uh, on Game Pass, I don't know. Uh, I, don't think that, yeah, I think that's on everything. <laughs> but, but there's yeah, just so many. I think games. Hellblade comes out too. I think, I think we're going to see a good year. I think fall we might even get avowed. So who knows? Yeah, if you could get, I mean, my goodness, okay. Like, if Avowed, Starfield, Redfall, Hellblade it's all come out. It's at the point out. where they, they've been cooking for a while. Not Avowed, obviously, but a lot of these games have been. It's time to let's do it. Agreed. You know, maybe Halo Infinite just launches a crazy expansion. <laughs> Give it to me, please. That, that would be awesome, too. So, so yeah. my order is Microsoft, Nintendo, Sony. But I think, okay, I'm going to say Nintendo because I just think they're the safest bet for me. But it'll go Nintendo... Sony, you know they're going to do well. I am I think Microsoft has the highest window, but I'll go Nintendo, Microsoft, Sony. If we get two Final Fantasies in the same yeah, year, we get Rebirth and 16. And you get and Spider-Man. 16. Yeah. Then I see it. So there's not a 
big gap in any of these three, right? It could go one way or the other. How we determine who does the best is just going to be a personal preference, but we'll, we'll talk about it at the end of the year. Well, and you know what this all means. 2023 is shaping up to be a fun year, brother. Oh, yes, it is. Very, very excited. We got plenty of content coming on our season stuff for season three. We finally, <laughs> well, we, I think we nailed down every game we're doing. <laughs> or there's one that's in limbo, and I got to test it out, but we'll, we'll get there. But we're going to end with some predictions. One from each of the big three. Just a random prediction about a game from Microsoft, from Sony, Nintendo. Larry, give me your Microsoft. We'll see who ends up getting the most right next year. <laughs> well, I, I we think... We didn't even bet anything. On we we, we, we did. We should have. We really should have thought of that. all clout and... Well, I mean, I already kind of jumped on the one. I do think the streaming stick comes out. I'm going to say it releases at $89.99. I don't know if that's too high, too low. It's a very, it's a very strange number. I think Game Pass has to increase in price. I think the base, the ultimate goes to $19.99, and I think the just regular $9.99 jumps up to the ultimate price now at $14.99. So we're looking at a $5 a month price increase. It's pretty significant. I, I think so, but if they hit on, and that's the thing, and they're going to hit their releases, you're not going to see any delays from Microsoft this year. That's a lot of predicting. That's my thing. That, that, that's a bet that's going to require the entire year. <laughs> but <laughs> I think every first-party title they've said that will come out will come out this year. That And that means, by the way, if the rumored show in January happens, which I guess I'll make a prediction, they're gonna, <laughs> there's going to be a show in January, everything that they announce there will come out this year. It's not going to be a... Unless it's announced. Unless they announce... Yeah, well, yeah, obviously. But yes. Okay. So I, again, a wild if, prediction, all, if all this works, it's an amazing year. And all that for a single point. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a half point or something. One of those things just turns out right. Mine is Gears of War 6 will be announced and it will be coming out this year. Probably fall. So that would absolutely be, that would put me to the test then because if Gears of War 6 gets announced and then I say it's not getting delayed so it's definitely coming out. Again, Starfield, Hellblade, Redfall, Gears 6. Yeah, because we haven't heard anything about, and I feel like... I'd like to see another Gears. I gotta gotta play through 5. I liked 5 a lot actually. There's a few parts I didn't totally care for it, but at the same time, I really like that game. I don't know where you go, but they definitely have a semi-cliffhanger ending, so there is going to be a six game, and I feel like that'll wrap up this trilogy of four, five, six. And I think it's time. I want some more Gears. Sony. We will get an announcement of the next Astro, and it will not be VR. So I think we're getting a full 3D platformer like Astro's Playroom, just more fleshed out. So even with the PSVR coming out in one of their better VR titles. Yeah. They're going to not have it be in VR. I think they are working on a VR game, but I think they're going to give me a game that is not in VR. Because I think they want their Super Mario 64 moment for consoles. I think Astro's Playroom was almost there, but that was so tied to the legacy of PlayStation, which was really cool. But I think they want to stand on their own legs. And yeah. I think that's coming. I'll give you a point for that when that comes out. They need those mascots. You know, they, they're they becoming that Sony thing where over-the-shoulder good graphics. Like, that's kind of what they're doing right now, and I think they need a little change-up. Okay. All right. No, I, I like that. All right. I really, again, I am not tied to Sony as much as I know you are. I'm a little, I got to research on them a little bit more. I'm going to say this. I don't know if this is an absurd take or not. 
I think one, I already made the statement. I think Naughty Dog's uh, Last of Us multiplayer is going to be a banger. I think it's actually going to be a very, very popular success. I also think they're finally going to get away from the whole Last of Us thing for a little while. The next Uncharted game gets announced at some point. I think maybe right around the E3 time. Do you think it's Naughty Dog that's making it? The next main line, yes. Really? Yep. I think you're right, but I'll... You, you, you think they're going to lend out there? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Because I think they're working on the new IP that supposedly is happening. Okay. Well, then will you give this for me? Give me a half a point if the next Uncharted gets announced, but I don't get the full point because it has to be Naughty Dog that's making it. Okay. Deal? Yeah. Okay. And let's end it with Nintendo. Mine, I feel like, is too predictable, so I don't know if I want to... Go for it. I feel like I need to get a little better. I think the next mainline Mario is open world and it's getting announced this year. Oh, okay. I think Super Mario Odyssey 2 is coming out. Yeah, see, okay, you're... Maybe I need to get a little more predictable then. So you think it's Super Mario Odyssey 2. And I think it's either fall, like last one, like October, or it's winter holiday. Oh, so you think it's releasing this year? Yeah. I think they're going to try and do the banger 2017 Zelda Odyssey. Zelda Mario. (laughs) Zelda Odyssey. Yeah. <laughs> and so the thing, I'm torn between it being a sequel. Because they've only done that once. Galaxy, Galaxy 2. You know, because usually they build an engine and scrap it. Super Mario 64, then the GameCube. There was that thing in between that never got announced, like Mario 128? That sounds right. Yeah, I'm going to stick with, it's going to be an open world. It's going to be Mario. It won't be Super Mario Odyssey No, when we talked about this on Bowser's Fury episode... You said it'd be one game in between, or there'd be one game, and then they would initiate the open well, world, which is still possible, by the way. Like you could have like a little miniature Mario game that comes out, like a two D one. Yeah, but again, my prediction was pretty a little sure bit... we were talking about three D Mario. Okay, well, my prediction was a little bit lazier than yours because I also mentioned they're going to announce it. <laughs> I didn't say they were releasing it this year. You trumped me on that one. Maybe I need to come up with a better prediction. Okay, so how about, for starters, the Star Fox guy, is that the same guy that's working on, like, Pikmin or something like that? They're not? I don't think so. Okay. Because they say maybe, no, not, you know, I'm going to continue my Star Fox hatred for a little while after season one. How about either it's time for Donkey Kong? Yeah, I'd say so. Finally come back. Or... Yeah, you know, we're, we're, we'll stick with Donkey Kong. I'm going to predict we're going to get a mainline Donkey Kong game is that is announced. 2D or 3D? Are we getting a Donkey Kong 64 sequel? <laughs> Are we getting another it's Tropical Freeze? I feel like a Tropical Freeze would have, like, people wouldn't be as, they'd be like, come on, seriously? Like, how long has it been since we got a um, 3D Donkey Kong? 64. Well, yeah. Yeah, 64. Okay. We're going to get a full-on 3D Donkey Kong game that is going to release... This no, because Mario will be September. Nah, remember they always do like a month thing. I mean, Mario was October last time. Okay, so depending on what month, it's going to release a month before or after the mainline Mario game that gets announced. I like that. All right. Now let's see how wonderful we do in these <laughs> predictions. We'll tally these up at the end or revisit it, something like that. And next year, I think we should come up with an actual legit point system. This is our entry into this. Yeah. So what are your predictions? What are you looking forward to most? Are we wrong? Are we right? Player is definitely more optimistic on the review side. So we'll see what happens. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll have more off-season content coming. Again, check out our YouTube content. It's different from our podcast. Sometimes we try and blend a little bit of both. But until next time, 
you have a wonderful start to your year. Mm-hmm.